Hello everybody, welcome back to 929. Um, we are in chapter 34. We're going to talk about Dina and Shechem. Dina, Leah's daughter, whom she had born to Jacob, went out to observe the daughters of the land, Shechem, the, the, the daughters of the land. Shechem, the son of Chamor, the Chivit, prince of the land, saw her. He took her, lay with her, and violated her. His soul cleaved to Dina, Jacob's daughter. He loved the girl. He spoke to the girl's heart, telling her how much wealth he had more than Jacob. Shechem spoke to his father, Chamor, saying, Take this girl for me as a wife. While his son were with his flock on the field, Jacob heard that Shechem had defiled his daughter, Dina. Jacob kept silent, waiting until they came home. Chamor, Shechem's father, went off to Jacob to speak with him. When they heard the news, Jacob's sons came home from the field. The men were distressed and extremely angry for Shechem had committed a disgraceful act in Israel to lie with a daughter of Jacob. Such acts were not done even by the nations at that time. Hamal spoke with them, saying, My son, Shechem's soul yearns for your daughter. Please give her to him for a wife. Your whole family can marry with us. Give your daughter to us and take your daughter, daughters to yourself. Live with us. The land will be free before you. Settle in it, do business in it, and buy property in it. Shechem said to Dina's father and had her Dina's father and to her brothers. <coughs> Oops. May I find favor in your eyes. Whatever you tell me, I will give. Impose upon me a large dowry and gifts, and I'll give whatever you ask me. Just give me the girl for a wife. Dina, Leah's daughter, went out. So here it explains, Rashi explains. Because she went out to observe the daughters of the land, she was called Leah's daughter. Since Leah too was outgoing, as the verse states, Leah came out towards him about her. They coined the saying, like mother, like daughter. From Dina's conduct, we can learn that Jewish women who are blessed with the God-given ability to influence other positively should make sure to use their talents productively outside the home as well. Of course, a Jewish woman must always maintain an air of modesty, and even when she is outside the home, it should be recognizable in her action that the entire glory of the king's daughters is within. Nevertheless, while retaining the utmost guard in, in all matters of modesty, it is crucial that Jewish women spend time outside the home, utilizing their God-given talents for the sake of heaven. Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. All right, that was interesting. Let's continue. Okay. Jacob's sons responded ingenuously to Shechem and his father, Hamor, and they spoke up 
their response was not dishonest when one considers that he had defiled their sister's Dina. They said to him, We are unable to do this thing, to give our sister to a man who has a foreskin, as to us it's a blemish of disqualification. Mm-hmm. Yep. We will conduct to you, however, with this condition, if you will like to have us. If you, if you will be like us, to have all your males circumcised, then we will give you our daughters, and we will take your daughters for ourselves. We will live with you and become one people. But if you do not listen to us to be circumcised, we will take our daughters and go. Hamal and Shem, Hamal's son, were pleased with their words. The young man did not delay carrying out the matter because he desired Jacob's daughter. He was the most honored of all his father's household. Hamal and his son, Shem, came to the gate of their city. And they spoke to the people of their city, saying, These men are peaceful and sincere. With us, they're going to live in the land and do business in it. The land is clearly spacious enough for them, so there's nothing to lose. We'll take their daughters for ourselves as wives, and we'll give them our daughters. But the man will only agree to live with us, to be one family on this condition by all our males being circumcised, just as they are circumcised. Then, won't all their flocks, their property, and all their cattle be ours? Let's consent to them, and then they will live with us. All the residents uh, of the city listened to Hamol and his son Shem, and every male that lived in the city became circumcised. And then, on the third day, when they were in pain, Jacob's two sons, Shimon and Levi, Dina's brother, took each man a sword. They came to the city confid confidently, since they knew the people were weak, and they killed every male. So they made them suffer, and they killed them, because they deserve it. They killed Hamor and his son, Shem, with a sword. They took Dina out of Shem's house and left. Jacob's sons came to strip the corpse of their possessions. They plundered the city, and they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks, their cattle, their donkeys, whatever was in the city, and whatever was in the field. They captured and plundered all their wealth, all their infants, uh, their wives, and everything that was in the house. Jacob said to Shimon and Levi, You have made my mind troubled, creating hostility between me and the inhabitants of the land. Among the Canaanites and among the Perizzites, I have only a few men. They can gather against me and attack me, and then I have my household, and, and, and then I and my household will be destroyed. Shimon and Levi said, Could we allow them to make our sister like a harlot? Hmm. Wow. Very intense. Um, yeah. This is really intense. 
So they killed every male. So one one of the seven Noachide Nordic, Nordic laws uh, binding all the all humanity is to establish a justice system. Since the people of Shechem failed to judge Shechem on his crime against Dina, all the people were collectively liable for the death penalty for failing to uphold justice. Establishing a new justice system and a positive command. But there is no prohibition punish, punishable by death against failing to uphold justice, as Maimonides argues. Rather, the people of Shechem were already liable for the death penalty even before the incident with Dina, since they were idol worshippers. After Dina's abduction, Shimon and Levi sought revenge based on the people's prior sins. Mm. If the people of Shechem were liable for death penalty in any case, why did Jacob become angry with Shimon and Levi? Mm. Because when the people of Shechem circumcised themselves, they actually converted to Judaism, and a convert is considered to be like a newborn baby, clean of sin. Aha. Interesting. Once you know that everyone can do business with your religion, trim it, a, trim it a bit here, a bit there, and then whatever is left, what value can be attached to it, and what bi binding force can have it. At the same time, you lose your self-respect, rec recognizing your lack of courage and personal weakness to hold your own belief or the belief of your people and taking instead the line of least res resistance. Food for thought. How can we tell if conversion is sincere? Like that. How can relationship be appropriately measured? And three, Shimon and Levi's reaction were extreme. Can you justify them? And that is all for chapter 34. And we'll see you next time. Yes, Chef Koach.